gentlemen. It's majestic and resolute. Where you pursue your dreams with hard work, dedication, sacrifice, discipline, and passion. But above all, it's respect for what the ice can do for you. It was always my goal to make it to the NHL. Since I can remember, I wanted to be a hockey player. When you're hot, you're hot. Ray Leobold with his fourth goal of the game. And the Kelowna Rockets having a whole lot of fun tonight. But the ice and all its majesty can hit you back when you least expect it. An injury, my first year pro at 21 years old, led me down a dark path to Oxycontin. Shortly after that, I found myself addicted to heroin and not playing hockey. Demons hide in every corner. They can take everything away from you. Everything you worked so hard to achieve. And before you know it, the demons own you. Ultimately, I became homeless on the streets in Vancouver on Hastings, which is widely known as the worst block in North America. Brady Leavold was on the edge of realizing his dream of playing in the NHL. Then he lost it all to drug addiction. I was hiding a dark secret. These are real stories about pain, loss, and genuine people. The sad truth of it all, success comes with a price. Wanted to die. Many times I was in the psych ward, tried to commit suicide. Welcome to the Hockey to Heroin Road to Recovery podcast with your host, Brady Leopold. The only thing I know is to love what I'm doing. Give up, never slow till I finally prove it. Never listen to the no's, I just want to keep moving. Keep my head up when I act. Head up, that's a fact. Never looking back, I'm going to keep myself on track. Keep my head up, stay Welcome back to another edition of Hockey to Heroin, the road to recovery. Guys, this is episode number 63 and the final episode of Hockey to Heroin, The Road to Recovery. So listen, thank you to everybody who's joined me uh, and been guests uh, along the along the way. Uh, 63 episodes. Wow, guys. Uh, it's been a journey, uh, but it's time to, to close up shop uh, on Hockey to Heroin, The Road to Recovery. Uh, but all that means is we're just going to change the name. Uh, so don't worry. Um, things are going to remain pretty much the same uh, but I ended up decided to change the name uh, and the reason being, uh, you know, I really didn't want to at first, uh, but after some deep thought um, and getting out of my own ego uh, and realizing that maybe this is not, you know, just about me, but, you know, it'll entice some more people to listen if it, you know, we drop the heroin. It's uh, served its purpose. So listen, it's going to remain my brand uh, because that's going to be my book. I mean, that's, Without question, that's what started it all. That's my book. Um, and, you know, so that's going to remain my brand. But uh, I'm going to tell you guys the new name, uh, the new podcast, uh, once we get the logo made up. But uh, thanks to my old friend, Pete Fry, uh, for coming up with the new name. Um, can always count on him for, for being creative. And uh, he's going to join me uh, as one of my very first guests, probably the third or fourth. Uh, on the new podcast. So that's exciting, guys. But listen, uh, thank you uh, for joining me on this Halloween. Uh, it's not actually Halloween where I am anymore because I waited so, so long uh, to do this. 
I it was one o'clock, then it was four o'clock, then it was five o'clock, then it was six, seven. But look, if you got me on Facebook or Instagram, I did a video. I'm in the bathroom of a hotel right now. That's how committed I am uh, to this podcast. And honestly, I needed to do it. I needed to bring my guest on. I've been looking forward to doing it. Uh, and thank you for your patience. Uh, it's going to be worth it. I promise. Uh, we're going to give away some team issued stuff. I'm going to get to that. Uh, but I, I want to reiterate and just say again how lucky and grateful I am uh, for everything that's transpired. Uh, it's been incredible, guys. There's just I, I just don't have enough words. I, I run out of words. I'm not a dictionary uh, and I sound like a broken record. Uh, but this has been, uh, you know, extremely humbling and I can't really get into detail about everything that's gone on because it'll take me two weeks. So like I said, I'm going to do it at the end. And, and Taylor and I and our entire family are just so grateful for all your support. So thank you so much. Um, and, you know, we thought we'd be out of here by now, but it looks like we're probably going to be here for another couple of weeks. Taylor, anyways, because I got to get back up to Morrisburg because uh, tomorrow is when the one-stop skate shop opens up and we weren't planning uh, on being down here that long. So I got to get back up there and help Matt at least just for a couple of days, get set up. Then I can come back down and, and be with my family. Uh, so uh, lots going on, but thank you so much uh, for all your continued support. Uh, Veda is doing absolutely fantastic. Uh, lots of pictures on my Instagram and Facebook. If you want to see them, uh, you know, at hockey to heroin is my Instagram guys. And you can also follow my girlfriend, Taylor Debit. She's always posting pictures, uh, not only of uh, just beta, but Hadley and Lincoln as well. Um, and uh, it's, it's been an amazing journey. It's, you know, I really didn't think I was going to be a dad again. And uh, it's just been so incredible. Uh, and we, just couldn't have done it with all without all of your support. So uh, I won't uh, speak too much more on that. But it's funny because I was sitting here and you know getting ready for the podcast, whatever, trying to get the kids to bed, and and what movies on TV? Happy Gilmore, and it's one of my favorite movies, right? And funny story is like I actually went to the theaters to that movie with my dad and one of my best friends growing up, Connor. And then uh, what we realized is that. We were actually there when they were filming that movie at the beginning. There's a scene where he's like, says he's at the game with his dad. Blah, blah, blah. If you look closely, they're actually on rollerblades. That's a Vancouver voodoo roller hockey game. Uh, if you look closely in the scene, they're on rollerblades. That's at the Pacific Coliseum where the Canucks used to play. And of course, where I got to play against the Vancouver Giants in front of lots of my family and friends and lots of cool memories. So uh, getting to watch that movie is really cool. And uh, also, uh, a lot of golf courses uh, in that movie. Um, actually, where I was supposed to get married at Swanee Set, uh, that was in it. Um, and if you can notice, I have a, a a dimple right here. That's not a natural dimple. Uh, what happened was the scene where uh, Adam Sandler and that girl are in the ice rink, and he's about to start skate, singing to her, skating, whatever, and she's shooting the puck and makes the bet if she can score, blah, blah, blah. You guys know what I'm talking about. Well, that ranks the Agridome. Well, anyways, my dad was playing in a fireman's game uh, one day on the weekend, I think, and my sister and I and some other young kids were running around that big rink, just running around that big rink, and I had the Vancouver Voodoo uh, winter jacket on. I remember those teen jackets. They Every kid had one with the big poncho in the front and all that. Anyways, that hood got caught, got caught on one of these bars and it swung me around and smashed my cheek right against the uh, concrete wall. So that right there uh, is why 
I have that dimple. That's not why I don't have that teeth. Sorry, no costume. Um, I'm pretty much in costume all day, um, every day with no teeth. So I figured I don't need a costume. Thanks to my girlfriend, Taylor, for setting up the set behind me. Lily, of course, set it up the other day, but we had to move into the bathroom because the kids are sleeping. Um, guys, this is, I guess, the temporary Matthew Lazinski Memorial Studio because you know wherever I go, um, that's wherever I record. Uh, we do it in his memory. Um, and, uh, you know, one of my guests coming up is uh, a fellow puck support warrior. And guys, that's something that is we're really going to put the pedal to the metal. As soon as uh, I can get out of the situation, I'm in, in the hospital. This is my main focus. And uh, we have, a, you know, obviously some things going on with Dave Gilmore. Uh, and, and a number of different things. And then the Puck Support Warrior campaign, you know, we're branching out and we're going to name the first, you know, uh, youth uh, Puck Support Warrior ambassador. And then we're just going to branch off from there. And it's a really cool experience for these kids too. And we're going to make it neat. And, you know, it's not just like anybody can become a Puck Support Warrior. Essentially anybody can, uh, but you have to earn it. It's a privilege. It's, it's not a right. Uh, and uh, we want to make sure that, you know, people that rep our brand, rep the Puck Support brand uh, are good people uh, and, People that, you know, are not just puck sport warriors on the ice, most importantly, off the ice. And you don't just have to be a hockey player. It could be a parent, a coach, a fan. Uh, it's the hockey community, guys, because mental health and addiction, these things are real. You're probably going to hear about it a little bit today, um, if not from me, possibly from my guest. Um, other than that, I don't really have uh, too, too much uh, else to say here in my Coles note uh, version of uh, what's going on. Uh, but you guys know, of course, um, the Puck Support Foundation is, you know, I talk about it all the time and you're going to continue uh, to hear me talk about it. And we need you guys to please, please, please get involved. And that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, financial contributions. What it means sometimes is just, you know, sharing uh, a video. Uh, and, you know, let, you know, sharing a post or telling people who we are, uh, or maybe you feel that you can get involved. Maybe you can help in a small way or a big way. Reach out. We want you to get involved. Um, there's so many doors. There's so many opportunities for people to get involved. Uh, and there's so many areas that need our attention. Let's not kid ourselves here. Uh, it's, you know what I mean? Like it's, I don't know. I don't know how much you guys, uh, really, really know, um, but I mean, I get messages all the time, every single day. Um, and, you know, I wish I could do more. Uh, my time is limited. My resources are limited. Uh, but every single day I'm working on how to manage my time and to greater my resources so that we can bring them to you guys. Uh, so that's really important to me. Uh, and that's my focus uh, right now. Um, so anyways, without further ado, uh, I'm not even going to press the button for the music. Nothing. You know uh, that this episode is proudly brought to you by Team Issue Limited. Team Issue is connecting all walks of life. Team Issue does this by recreating that special feeling of being part of something bigger, a community for all striving towards the same goal. Guys, check them out. Teamissued.ca. Use promo code TOEDRAG15 to get 15% off your total purchase. If you have me on social media, you saw I got a huge shipment of uh, team issued gear. It's a brand new hat. It's a brand new crew neck. Uh, I got a box of team issued stuff right here. I, I It's not even organized. Sorry, Jess. Um, I Lincoln and Hadley were uh, pulling it out, but we're going to give away some, 
some stuff, uh, definitely a face shield and a hat. Uh, but this one's really cool. This is a custom red hoodie. I hadn't seen this one yet. What do you guys think of this? It's pretty slick. I like red. I'm a, I'm a red guy. Um, red and black. Uh, if you've noticed, those are typically the colors I go with, sometimes gray. Uh, but anyways, guys, let's support Jesse Paradise and Team Issue Limited uh, and stay tuned uh, for your chance uh, to win some free team issued stuff. So without further ado, we're right in uh, to episode 63. Let's do it, guys. How do I pronounce your last name, by the way? It's Todd St. Louis or Todd St. Louis? Todd St. Louis. It's like the city, but pronounced different. St. Louis just goes out there looking for it. There's no question about that. Well, I, I was drafted in the OHL as a defense. And uh, Larry Mavity like slowly transitioned me to forward. I, you know, I was like a fourth line guy, just sitting on the bench waiting for my time to be called. And you know, I didn't play a whole lot back in those days. But uh, when he tapped me on the shoulder, I was ready to go. Didn't want to have any part of St. Louis. He, St. Louis may put his team shorthanded again. Well, the style, you know, game I played, I wasn't a big guy for the yeah. style game I played and you know the, the, the style I played they wanted those six five six four guys you know 220 230 guys and we've got our bout here between St. Louis and Ken Boone well, we're not too surprised to see this uh, this is the rematch of the fight that uh, they wanted to have earlier where Boone turtled this time he obliged right before the face off here we go on the replay they're talking they're talking Boone drops him first St. Louis answers here they go St. Louis Ooh, got a good one in there uh, you know I was like a fourth line guy not St. Louis seeing some ice time here the first time in the game just sitting on the bench waiting for my time to be called and you know I didn't play a whole lot back in those days as he often does he gets out there looking for trouble and he's found it <laughs> well, Todd didn't waste any time but he and Steve or uh, David Bell having a go well, I'll tell you what, Jack, that's a very hard thing to do that Todd St. Louis is doing right now. Believe me, I know I did it for a couple of years myself. And that's sit on the end of the bench and uh, wait to get a shift midway through the third period. And then you got to go out and scrap somebody when your knuckles are frozen solid. Your hands are just killing you every time you hit the guy. And, well, Todd St. Louis doesn't seem to mind it too much. Well, I don't know that that's what uh, his orders are. I mean, when, but that's uh, Todd's game. He likes to get out there and mess around and... a fight breakout between Dan West and Todd St. Louis. Two players who haven't seen the ice much tonight, and right now, West can't see anything because his shirt is over his head, and punches are landing from all sides by Todd St. Louis. St. Louis decimated West in that fight. He didn't just beat him, he decimated him. I didn't play much because I got suspended half a year. <laughs> but yeah, I attempted to play again, and I would play next year again for them. So, hey, go figure. Yeah, yeah, shocker. Yeah. In the box. Uh, so I, I'm still looking for my first fight. I've had lots of ex players, you know, like like a 
a good friend of mine, Mike Hartman, he's uh won the, the cup in '94 with the New York Rangers. Like, screw you, like you don't have to fight. You don't have to prove nothing. He's begging me not to fight. He's like, I don't even want you to play, you know. But I, I have it in me. I want to. I want to do it again. And I want to go out with one more bang. You know what I mean? I want. I, I want to like to, to feel it one more time because I, I, I believe I like retired way too young, way too soon. And like you said, you did a few podcasts before, so yeah. Now, I'm I'm nervous every fucking time I do one, but. Maybe cry, man. It, it brought back a lot of memories. And that song, Luai Luai, that's what they played when I fucking fought or scored a goal back in Arkansas days. Of course Thank they you. did, man. Look, man, I'm, I was crying watching you cry. And, like, that's a big reason. <laughs> that's that's a big reason. Oh, yeah, I do yeah, I could see you, right? They couldn't see you, but I I could see you down in the bottom, right? So, like, and you can, like, I can see what's going on. So, like, that's why I do it, though, right? It's because, listen, man, like, those are great memories, right? And yeah. you see pictures of, you see a picture of you and your kids there, and I read an article, yeah. Todd, about how you wanted that, to come right, back. Right there, I, 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 like, let little tears go down there, you know? You know, my, my kids, you know, obviously, when I play pro, my kids weren't around. And uh, the reason why I did, you know, play that like senior A league, whatever, semi-pro last year was so my kids could see me play. You know what I mean? And that yeah. was a good experience. Absolutely. Yeah. And that yeah. and that's something that that's something that's interesting too. And that's something that, you know, that's a journey that I'm kind of on as well right now. Yeah. Uh, and that's and that's a big reason too, is is why what's up, buddy? I see that's your, my I see son right there. That's my youngest boy. What's up? That's How's Colin. That's awesome. How's it going, man? Feel free to sit in and hang out with your dad. That's cool with me. Um, <laughs> hey, man, that's 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 the no. blessings of right there, man. Um, yeah, it's going to have. I, I have four kids. You know what I mean. I've got a bunch of kids like you, man. But but they're a lot older. You know, obviously, this is my oldest boy right here, Dason. You know. Hey, buddy. Thanks for saying oh, hi, man. Yeah, that's what I've seen all people posting up, you know, talking to us right now. That's cool. Yeah, just yeah, just posting some things, uh, people what people yeah. are saying, but you know what I mean, like that's a, you know, that's a big thing, Todd. You know, getting getting your kids to see uh and also doing it for yourself. I can't imagine because yeah. I know how bad I feel right now on the ice. How horrible did you feel uh the first couple times, honestly? Oh, like like think about it. Like I didn't I didn't I wasn't on the ice for like 13 years. Wow. And my buddy, my buddy owns the Big Texan. You know, you ever heard the Big Texan in Amarillo? They have okay, that yeah, yeah. ounce steak. Everybody knows about it. Yeah. He's like, Todd, yes. that's he's like, if you play, I'll play. And and I played in uh th this is four years ago. And I was like, Yeah, let's do this. Let's play men's league in fucking Amarillo and let's do it. And so that's when I started playing hockey again. After not being on the ice for 13 years, I didn't even step on the ice for 13 years. 
and it was it was rough, you know, because your mind wants to do something, and your body's not allowing you to do it. You know, a good friend of mine, Jacques Mayotte, a lot of you guys know of Jacques. You know, I mean, he was a heavyweight in the NHL, and he had a heavyweight in the minors. He's like Todd. You just pace yourself, and your body will tell you to do one thing, but your mind will not do the same thing. So just take it easy. And 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 he, it's right, you know what I mean? Because my body wants to do playing like I was like in 20s, you know what I mean? And it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And uh, a 40-year-old body trying to play like a 20-year-old. I'm getting choked up again because I see these comments coming and you see that one. I'm like tearing up again back here. It's yeah. like, I mean, That's it's my like, dad. <laughs> cool. Right. Like, you know what I mean? That's huge. Yeah. Right? It says, you know what I mean? They're proud of you. Right. And like my kids uh, are watching, they are watching. Of course. Yeah. And and so, I mean, they're, I, I assume their dad's Todd St. Louis. So they're probably, you know, pretty well versed in life and, you know, we could probably talk about everything or do they know what's no, no, what, we're, we're, we're down. They know the way I've been through, you know what I mean? This, this is prior to me having kids, you know, all the shit yeah. I've been through. You yeah. Know? So, so let's start. You know, I'll start with, let, yeah, let's good. start like at the beginning, you know, if yeah. you want to talk about my, what, what's happened, you know what I mean? You know, I was five years old. My mom died. Wow. You know, and, uh, that was pretty rough, you know, and I grew up and my dad remarried. But anyways, but when my last year of junior hockey, not wasn't my last year. It was my second to last year. I was playing for the Windsor Spitfires. But I, I, that year, it was, it was weird because I was playing for London Knights and I got I got traded to the, the Windsor Spitfires, my hometown. And two months before... You know, I I lived at home. I was my 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 parents. My dad was my billet. You know what I mean? Like, how cool is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I knew he's having like heart problems and stuff like that. But two months after the season, my dad passed away. And and that's when mm-hmm. I think a lot of my problems started. Like, I I didn't drink. I didn't do a lot of stuff. Yeah, I drank, you know, with the, you know, the team and doing, you know, just random stuff. But yep. I really started drinking when my dad died. Of course. And it it was like, here we go. It, we're on our roller coaster pretty much, you know. And uh, yeah. So so I mean, know? I mean, essentially, you know, you just have your dad left, and, and you're just finished. Yeah. You, you just finished junior. You're you're just turning into a young man. Uh, and, yeah. and now you lose 18 years old. Your dad dies. What do you do? You're going to fucking drink. You know, you see, that's my uh, away jersey with Spitfires up there behind me. My dad was buried in my home jersey. Okay. So, that's, and I mean, one day, yeah, I will be buried in that jersey. It right on plain and simple. That's how it is. Yeah. You know, me, that's the bond. Me and my dad had a really good relationship, yeah. you know, and it was kind of sad that. When he died, my daughter just walked in the house. <laughs> uh-huh. But but anyways, um, he was my best friend, my mentor, everything. And I didn't know what to do when he died. Like, what do I do now? It's like, I'm on my own, 19, 18 years old. 
What do I do? And I had to figure shit out my fucking own. And then it sucked. I had I had tryouts in the East Coast League. I had tryouts in the the Western Professional Hockey League and in the, the Sunshine Hockey League. And I ended up going to the, the Western Professional Hockey League that year in Lake Charles. Yeah. You know, after he died. It's like, what do you do? <laughs> I never, I, I, I wasn't gifted. I was like a fourth line guy. You know, Dallas, they talked to me a little bit, but they were like, we're, if you, we, we draft you, you're going to be a late round, but never did. So, yeah. What and, do you do? And that's you know? thing, right. And we live our whole lives with, you know, I mean, I, I know I live the same way. I mean, my, my mom didn't pass away when I was five, but my mom, yeah. you know, she left when I was five. I mean, I still got to see her, but I was with my dad 90% of the time, right? So yeah. I understand. He's your best friend. I'm sure he was your best friend. Of course. So, so I totally yeah. understand that, that bond. And like, you know, I, I think trying to find our, our identities, especially after hockey, I mean, I'm the same as you, right? Like I wasn't ever going to be a superstar in the NHL, but, you know, it, you know, hey. can make up. You got drafted. You've been there. No, you know, no, come on now. I never got drafted, signed. I signed, but you know, I probably would have got <laughs> exactly. I quit. I did quit my draft year, but I mean, it is what it is. It's 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 just part yeah. of the game. I I think transitioning out of the game and and sometimes transitioning out of junior hockey can be extremely yeah. hard because everything's done for you until you're 20 years old and junior, and then let's say you go to some of these minor pro leagues. Um, yeah. you're really under a watchful eye and you're pretty much left to fend for yourselves. Um, you and are. a lot of these guys aren't taking very good care of themselves. They're eating terribly. They're spending yeah. their money on beer and whatever else. Um, and nothing much in those, like th those leagues have changed. Um, and I think that's, uh, it can be a recipe for, for disaster. And I, was that the case for you? Is that where you're, is that kind and, of the story? It, it's, all, it's obvious, you know, like, you know, you, you like I retired when I was 27 years old. My I I knocked up a stripper, had a daughter, raised my daughter. I had to fucking quit hockey. You know what I mean? But it wasn't because. Sorry, Maddie. I'm just telling my daughter hey, hey. walked in the room. But Matt, you know what I mean. Matt, hey. But it, it's it a, was like it is what it is. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, but it was it was like. We we had agents in junior, you know what I mean? I had agent and and they you didn't get drafted, they like let go of you. And yep. and you had to fend for yourself. You had to fucking find like tryouts, you know, East Coast League, you know, the Whipple, the Central League. You just found somewhere to play, you know. And uh I was fortunate to, you know, do that for you know a few years. And uh, a lot of a lot of the guys I, I grew up with, like we had like a really good team in Windsor, you know, Club Two Forty Triple A. We had Ryan Pollock, Tim Finley, Ed Jovanowski, had a really good career in the fucking NHL, and uh, Todd Compo. There was five of us that played pro, and that's a pretty good solid like like you know like yeah. Absolutely. Group of kids yeah. that played pro, you know, like obviously Ed Jovanowski played what 16 years pro, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and you look, you look back as like, God damn, I, I like, 
he played pro longer than me, obviously. Then there was me. Then there was like Tim Finley and Ryan Pollock and Tom Coppo. And I, I was like, I, I, I played, you know, you know, several years pro and, you know, not NHL, but, you know, we always like strive to play NHL and we don't do it, but I made a good living doing it and I had fun doing it. And I have a lot of good fucking friends. You know what the best thing about it? I got my kids because of it. There you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And look, you're so, living, and we didn't mention this, but you're living down in Texas, right? We, we yeah. should mention that you're, you're in Texas. You're from the Windsor area. Right. And, and now yeah. living in Texas. So there's no way you ever end up in Texas. Uh, if, if you don't make the decisions you do, you don't have your kids. So I mean, yeah. look how look out, right? It's amazing. Yeah, and it, 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 you know, I never thought I'd be a tax. I call myself Cantex because I've lived half my life in in Texas and half my life in Canada. So I call I'm Cantex. You know, kind of deal. It's kind of fun thing. But well, I noticed. I noticed you have an act. You have you do have a bit of an accent. Like I lived in Texas <laughs> for a bit, eh? Like I live down in in the Rio Grande Valley in in yeah. you know the Hidalgo and all that. Oh, you played uh, down there? Yeah, I played for the Rio Grande Valley Killer Bees for like you know mm. I played for like four months. I listen. I went to rehab after not playing for two years, and I walked out yeah. of rehab. I stayed longer in rehab than I was supposed to, uh, and like hadn't skated or anything. I got my dad picked me up in rehab, literally from the front doors of rehab, and dropped me off on the air at the airport, and I went to Texas and played for the. And did did all right. I loved it down there. I love yeah. Texas. That I was loved. the Central League, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I loved it. I absolutely That's loved a good it. League. It's a good league. It's still a you know you know it's not existed anymore, but it, they incorporated into the ECHL right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the That's CHL right. was a good, solid hockey league, and it's kind of sad that it's not around anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I think so too. Right? There's you know, you, you have to understand too that limits guys' chances over here, right? When we when we yeah. leagues over here and stuff, and and it's hard. Uh, but there are a lot of great opportunities. But I think you know, it's a it's a really cutthroat world out there for yeah. for starting the minor pro world. Like uh, I I really didn't, to be honest with you, um, I didn't really enjoy the lifestyle uh, too much. Uh, I yeah. think I. Like, listen, I think I would have enjoyed the lifestyle as like an NHL player when I got older because it would have right. allowed me only because it would have allowed me to spend so much time with my kids. Me, me and you, me and you playing it. together, we, we could have had some fun. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. We would have like ended up I, in jail. I know what you're saying. Um, a team, you know, the in the uh, the the southern what was it called the SPHL last year? Yeah. Uh, what was it called? Michigan Rumblebees or whatever fucking they're called. I don't know. They 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 like they hit me up last year and wanted me to play for them. And they wanted me to fucking where they're doing a four games and four nights against the Carolina team and McIntyre played for them. And and they wanted to pay me or $150 for the whole weekend. I was like, you want me to come fucking fight McIntyre for 150 bucks for a weekend? I was like, you're, you're fucking retarded. I was like, pay me, I was like, pay me fucking two grand. I'll be there. 
Yeah. They all fight them. Beast. But they're, they're like, no, we can't do that. We're just like, we're a bottom-based team. It was the it was a Michigan team somewhere. I don't know. I was like, oh, no, I'm not doing it. But, you know, it, it was kind of funny me coming and playing, like, in the Senior A League in Texas and in uh, a pro team hit me up, you know. It, it's Southern Prefer, you know, that whatever it's called, the SPHL. Yeah. And them hit me up and want me to come play. It, it was flattering. It was. And that, that, coach, that, that owner was begging me. He's like, we need you. I was like, well, you better fucking pay me. And he's like, I'll give you 150 bucks for the weekend. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Holy shit, man. That's yeah. But so yeah. that you know, yeah. at 40, at 40, that was I was 43, you know, like, you know, getting invited to fucking play pro again. It was pretty it was flattering, you know, obviously. And and I wanted to, trust me, I wanted to, but you know, it wasn't worth it, you know, get my fucking head smashed in by McIntyre. <laughs> but oh my God. it's what it is. <laughs> that's so funny, man. That yeah. is, that's too funny. Uh what yeah. uh like what was the biggest challenge would you say when you when you retired? I mean, you mentioned listen, you you quickly mentioned yeah. that you were a, a single dad. Let's talk about that because that's that's something that you that must have been mm. different. Oh man, like listen, like that's kudos to you. That like, you should be proud of yourself. That's from a guy that made a horrible decision at 19. That was the worst decision ever, which is the total opposite of what you did. Looking at, you know what I mean? That's honestly so like when I when I see things like, you know, like when um let me bring it up again. That's why like it was, you know, why it brought like tears to my eyes. Because you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. Like I I just had my daughter, and that's good. I have Hadley and Lincoln, and that's awesome. I love them. But at the same time, I still wish my other that's this would be coming from, you know, my others, my other kids. Right. Like so, uh, you know, and all of them. Before I get into that, I want to get into when I I played, I uh, played two years. I played for the, you know, Fort Worth Brahmas and I played two years in Little Rock, Arkansas. Then I took a year off to go. I I was going to be a chef, be a culinary student. I went to culinary school and uh, I haven't told a lot of people about this. You know, I went to culinary school. It wasn't exciting me. I was away from hockey and I found drugs, you know, like doing, I'm, I don't need to tell you what I was doing, but I was doing like <laughs> bad drugs, you know, and uh, I ended up fucking uh, in rehab that year. And right before I went to rehab, it was funny. I, I was I was messed up on ketamine. I did a lot of like, you know, street street drugs. You know what I mean? Ketamine, PCP, ecstasy, kind of shit yep. like that. And uh, right before I put myself in rehab. I, I I stopped a girl, a woman, from committing suicide on the bridge, and it it was crazy. Like I was so messed up on this ketamine, and there was a hundreds of people surrounding her, and she was sitting on the bridge, and uh, I'm like, and cars stopped, and I was like, I just 
separate myself and just walked up to her and just put my arms on the bridge and started, you know, chatting with her and, you know, asking what's going on. And she told me, you know, like my kids hate me. I'm a drunk and I don't need to live anymore. And, uh, I just like told her, I was like, you're not good dying for me tonight. And, uh, I was like, she kicked off her shoes and I watched them hit the rocks. This, and, uh, I remember this clear as day, you know, I was like, you know what? Let me give you a hug. She's like, no. I was like, let me give you a hug. And she, and she finally let me hug her. And I hugged her. And I bear hugged her. You know what I mean? And all, all of a sudden, like, police rushed in and grabbed me and her off the bridge. And, you know, and she was like, fuck you, motherfucker. I want to die. But I always wonder, like, what she's doing today. I hope she's alive and hope she, like, appreciates me but because she was so pissed at me that day you know what i mean like why didn't anybody have the balls to go fucking talk to her why did i do maybe it was drugs i don't know yeah but so so the the way that i see things is like you know what i mean there's a lot of uh there's a lot of bad things that came from my addiction no question there's no question about it but at the same time uh i'm here now you're here now. Yeah. Things that we've gone through uh, certainly have have made us. And, and maybe, um, maybe you had to had to be there, going through exactly what you had to go through to to save that life that day. You know what I mean? Right. And then in turn, uh, you know, you ended up getting yourself some help, and 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 now you have your family, and you know right. what I mean. It's it's the way that things go, and and sometimes. Uh, you know, I, I look at things like addiction, Todd, where it's like, you know, the ones that are fortunate to get out of it, like, man, and, yeah. and it's fear because most that get it wrapped up into serious addiction never make it out alive. And so I think the right. ones no, that mo- do- Hey, I understand that. I'm fortunate to be alive. I haven't got to like, you know, I, you know, I, I told you about, you know, saving the girl's life. That's right before I put myself into rehab in Windsor, Ontario, called Brentwood. And Bob Probert went there, too. Yeah. But, yeah. I overdosed in Brentwood. You're in rehab, and you overdose. I had a weekend. I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself. But I've never... I've kept a lot of this shit, you know, secret, you know, to myself. But uh, I, I, when I was in, in, in rehab, I got a weekend pass. I was too much sober. I did a lot of, like, ecstasy, a lot of those kind of drugs. You know, ketamine, PCP, you know, fucking, if I could find coke, I'd do that too. But yeah, um, I got a weekend pass after two months of being there. And there was a bunch of us that were, like, all in there and we all like said like let's meet up at so so and so's house and we ended up going after our clubs and i don't know how it happened but i i, I got a big bottle of uh ghp i don't know if you know what that is 
Of course. Yeah. I've done everything. Seriously. There's yeah. Like, so you, you, you're like me, you know, I've done it all. Yeah. And I, I, you know, this is the first time in my life that I'm like telling this shit story. I've told my kids, I've told people close to me, but I've never like announced what I've done. You know what I mean? Because I was, I was ashamed. Of course. You yeah. know, and, that's and, okay. and watch, watching you watching like, uh, Pat Barton, you know, just telling your story has like done something for me. And it's like, you've done a lot for me and I hope it's done, done a lot for you, you know, doing all these podcasts and like making you feel comfortable with yourself. No, you know I, I mean, you're, you're better than what you have been and you'll be better because of you, you know, you're like spilling your guts out there. Uh, absolutely. You know? and, and to make you, and I believe in that. Yeah, and to make you feel more comfortable, thanks for sharing that. Here's a story I'll share with you, and I, I haven't shared yeah. with many people with this. So this is a rehab story for me. So this was the second time yeah. I went to rehab. I told you I went to Texas after I went to rehab. Well, after I came home from Texas, I relapsed pretty much instantaneously, and I ended up back in the same rehab about a month and a half, two months after I got home from Texas. So yeah, this was about June 2012, and uh, the Christmas before, my dad had bought me a belt. Uh, it was a Howie's hockey belt made of laces, okay? And it was my favorite yeah, belt. Yeah, that's cool. Howie's right? hockey skates, laces? Yeah. yeah, super cool belt. Well, get this. Yeah, like this. yeah. So anyways, I decide one day while I'm in rehab that Today's the day that I'm going to shoot up for the first time. I'm going to inject drugs, say, for the first time for yeah. no reason, for no reason other than it was my own idea. Nobody else was doing it with me, yeah. nothing. I decided to march out of the treatment center up to the local pharmacy, and I tried to buy syringe. I'd never done it. They're like, well, are you on insulin? Da, da, da. This was back in the day. Now it's a lot easier. But they're like, no. I'm like, uh, uh, I panic. So I go to the next one. So now I'm prepared. I'm like. Uh, they're for my grandma. They're like, okay. They're like, what's your grandma's name? I'm like, uh, 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 I go to the next one. So now they finally give them to me. Now I go back to the rehab center. And well, in between, I'd gone to this house, of course, to pick up drugs and everything else. So now I go yeah. back to the rehab center. I stole a spoon and I'd never done this before. I stole a spoon from the kitchen and I went up to my room. And I took the, this is a true story. I took the thing and I took that belt that my dad bought me for Christmas. Okay. And yeah. pulled that thing around my arm and I shot it for the first time in rehab. And luckily I didn't overdose, but you know what I mean? I remember pulling that belt and looking at it and being like, what the fuck are you doing? Especially with that belt. And it was like, yeah. in that moment, like my soul was telling me not to do it, but the little fucking devil inside me was like, ah, oh, fuck, just go for it. And my life no, was never that, 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 that motherfucking devil. Like, I know, you know, my dad died, you know, when I was 19. And I know every time I fucking snorted a drug, smoked a drug, anything, my dad's like, what the fuck you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. But is what it is you're gonna do what you want you know what i mean at the time yeah i was it's, so it's sad you know what i mean we like so we're, we're addicts we're addicts and it, it's fucking sad we do that but you know what i mean we cope you know with death maybe fucking like getting punched in the head too much like yeah. what 
it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like shit. I, I've had like multiple concussions. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't blame it on that. I don't blame it on that. I blame I blame it on myself. You know what I mean? You know, like fuck it. I'm I'm screwy. It, I've been screwy since I was 15 years old, man. Like, you know, when I played for in Belleville, um, they named me screwy because I was fucking nuts because I was fighting fucking guys twice my size. <laughs> you know, that's how I got named screwy. It, it wasn't because I was like banging all the chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I was still doing that. <laughs> I know that sounds bad. My kids are probably listening to this right now. <laughs> Look what Cullen has to say, my man. Your dad, he, yeah, that's my son right there. That's my youngest son. Yeah, he loves you, man. So that's awesome. Yeah, I know my, my, my kids are good kids. And, you know, and I, I, I haven't got past, like, you know, we were just talking about me going to rehab and me overdosing in rehab and me going back next day trying to go back to rehab. And they kicked me out of rehab because I overdosed. They're like, you're not ready for this. You're not yeah. ready for rehab. I was like, I just overdosed. Yeah. Been in a hospital for fucking 12 hours and you're kicking me out of rehab? Yeah. I was like, That's what the crazy. fuck? Isn't that crazy? I saw that so many. I got kicked out for using too. Yeah. Shortly thereafter, I saw so many people the same thing. They get kicked out of rehab for using while in rehab, and I'm like I understand, like there's rules. Right I need there. it, but exactly. <laughs> no, right? If anyone needs it, it's the guy who's overdosing at rehab or the guy who's injecting yeah. at for the first time. Like those are the two exactly. guys who need it more than ever. Uh, they probably should have taken me and tied me to a tree for three years. <laughs> that, I was like, you had Prober in here and you can't fucking keep me here? I was like, Prober is fucking way out past my fucking like zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want like, to come on now. Before we do like, anything else. Well, well we Prober had money. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> before we say anything else, though, I want to say a uh, special shout out to Ashley Langdon because he bought me this cup when my daughter was born. And uh, so that is you too, though, because honestly, you, uh, you're you such a great dad by the looks of it, Todd. And you know, share that with and me. And Ashley, I know we, we haven't been friends long on Facebook, but yeah, I, I, I see his like posts and, you know, like, he supports you, and I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, he seems like Ashley. a great guy. Like he would have been a great teammate, you know. No, absolutely, I, Ashley's just like the rest of us, man. He's uh, sometimes yeah. he's, he's sometimes he's misunderstood. Sometimes he's uh, <laughs> right. Sometimes he makes mistakes, but the guy has the biggest heart um, in out there. No, he's, he he like me us. and him would have been good friends. That's All of us would have been good friends, you know. That's right. You know, it, it's probably a good thing we didn't play together at all the same time because we been fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> That's so funny. Your kids are debating who who loves you more and stuff on here. It's funny. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. This is lots of fun. I haven't had any kids of anybody on my podcast before, but this is a big. Oh, no. But no, this is awesome. This is a big thing. This is why I wanted to change the name too. Like I really didn't want to, but you know, yeah, new name. I, I, I was like very, you know, apprehensive. Whatever you fucking say about the the name, hockey the heroin. Of course, right? You know, Thank you. Yeah. You no, know, I've never done heroin in my life. 
but I've done a lot of drugs other than that. But you yeah. know, and uh, like you're I didn't getting- want my kids thinking I've you know I'm a heroin addict. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. So what the but, the problem with it was is like I think originally when I started the podcast, it was sort of like the idea was like it was going to be more me telling my story and what it kind of yeah. gradually went into was but like you know what. 63 episodes dude you did a lot in this last year and i've watched you and i've i've, I've followed you for the last year you know what i mean you, like seven you're months, seven you're months making seven months or seven months whatever you've done whatever but you know what i mean in that that short period of time i'm i've done a lot of podcasts and most podcasts don't do that many podcasts in that many fucking short period of time you know what yeah. i mean it's and but you you're you're getting guys that like struggled and and dealt with like problems and mental health problems and and it's a good thing it's not a bad thing you're yeah. making this shit is you know we're aware of it you know because you pat barton and yeah, it's Pat. Yeah. I, I, you need Pat Barton on your show. Man, I think you do. Pat, I've reached out to him. I, I share all his stuff. I love what he does. Yeah. Um, he doesn't, you know, he makes a lot of posts. He, I think he's pretty private. I'm not sure, but he's a, he, he is pretty private. But you know, no, I, that man has put his life on fucking yeah. Facebook for the last five years. I've been yeah. following him. I played yeah. against him back in the day, yeah. you know, and and and. It's a good thing, you know, you know. I love the it. Guys man. fucking guys letting it out. I wish we had, you know, we were like that back, you know, 20 years ago when I played. You know, maybe I wouldn't done drugs. Maybe, who knows? You never know. If we had guys that support each other in a group of, uh, of warriors that supported all of us. You know, we're here for each other. We're here to talk to each other. And, uh. That's a good thing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you, trust me, I know I'm pretty quiet when when it comes to, like, you know, talking about it. But I got stories to tell. And I've been there, done that, fucked up kind of shit. You know what I mean? And I've, I've told you privately, but, and uh, I've never told people about my, my drug stories, you know, because I kept it quiet. I didn't want people to know about it. But I think kids need to hear this kind of stuff that's behind us, that's coming up through the ranks. And, uh, you know, there's older guys to talk to. We're the older guys, and we're here to talk. And that's a good thing. You know what I mean? There's support system throughout the, the community. All these ex-players love each other you know what i mean and we're here for each other even if i didn't play with you i didn't play with pat barton i didn't play with max mindorf i didn't play like half these guys but we're family and that's what it comes down to we're family absolutely we need we need to support each other i'll be there for you like shit like I met, I remember you, you like posting one day, like you know, it, it costs two dollars, you know, to for a cup of coffee, like you know, like send some money, you know, for the hockey for heroin. And no, I was like, fuck it. 
It was for the popcorn. I said $70 that day. <laughs> it was for the popcorn. It's not for me. I have that money in a bank account. No, I know it's not for you. But I, I, I like that day, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to fucking drink coffee for two months. And I sent $70 that day. <laughs> well, I sent and, and 20 then 50 <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And we appreciate- I, I, I appreciate what you're doing. You know what I mean? And, and, and now you're I doing believe- it. And now you're doing I it too, right? I believe in what you're doing. You're you're my voice, and I I appreciate you. You know what I mean? Because you're my voice. Because I'm not a voice. I'm just a guy in the background. You are supporting. You are a voice. You are a voice, though. That's the thing. You are a voice. That's what I need to everybody to understand. Is everybody has a voice, and it's not. Yeah. You know it's not you know what i mean i appreciate what you're saying about me there and and i hope that other yeah. people may feel that and i hope that maybe i can inspire some people to find their voice too and and that's the biggest thing yeah. and you know and, and again yeah, I'm, a, I'm, go ahead. I'm a shy motherfucker i promise <laughs> well i appreciate you coming on and, and you know, but like you know i i was pretty reluctant to to come on too right like i it took me a yeah. little to build up courage in that and again it was just a I, you have to take risks um and to get anywhere in life you have to take right. some risks and and some not some, some risks are not are not great but i i, I watch you just like jumping on fucking like like facebook live and just like throwing yourself out there and you're like so comfortable sometimes you know <laughs> i love watching you and your kids on a four-wheeler fucking driving down the road how fun is that? You know oh, what I mean? Awesome, man, that's been the best. I I haven't been up there in uh, probably a month because I was up in Ottawa. But man, that's been the greatest, man. That area and being on the floor with those kids has yeah. been a huge lifesaver for me. I mean, the pod. Are yeah. you from Muskoka? Oh, I'm from like out near Vancouver, man. Like I'm from out. Oh, you're, you're you're a BC boy. Yeah, man. I'm I like, do, I know you played in the 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 Western Professional Hockey or the the WHL. Yeah. But and but I didn't know where you're from, you know. Some kids, you know, you know, but you're in Ontario nowadays. Yeah, I just migrated out here on a kind of a whim with uh to go see a, a different girl. Uh getting yeah. and now I actually have this new girlfriend who we just had a baby, which is which has been unbelievable. It's, again, that's been a huge like she's saved my life essentially. She's pretty much she sprung me out of jail, man. Like that's where I met her when I was in jail. I don't know if you listen yeah. to that podcast. That's how we met, but um she's she saved my life and, and what's been great too as i mentioned earlier and and you know the my i say my stepdaughter was here but lily who is uh my stepdaughter from my past relationship has actually really taken to taylor and she's been able to come hang out with us and stuff because she's having a really hard time because her mom yeah my ex is still in addiction and her dad is in addiction and it's a really tough situation yeah. living with a family member and, and so, you know what I mean? And she's, it's nice that Taylor's been able to be there for her and, and myself. And, and it's just been such a nice thing, even though it's from a past relationship. There's like something bigger there. You know what I mean? Like there, here's a young girl who's about to turn 16 that is, you know, needs needs some support. And actually at the end of the, the podcast, if Taylor's awake, she wrote me a letter, man, um, and brought it to me, this, this girl who I was with her mom for like six years, right? But the whole time we were, pretty much messed up and really the only reason I stayed so long is because the her son and daughter were there and like honestly it was it was a bad situation with the mom she was really into her addiction and and I was doing my best to take care of these kids but it just never seemed to be enough but reading that letter 
uh, from Lily uh, the other day, and, and I'll share maybe share it at the end of the podcast, uh, was was seriously touching. I wanted to do something at the beginning of the podcast to, to like give stuff away um, yeah. for team, dude, and I totally forgot um, to to ask the question. But uh, what we'll do, do now? Yeah, what we'll do is is we'll do uh, we'll do a giveaway, um, and um, what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll ask a question. So anybody listening, as long as the Dallas Star fucking hat. <laughs> anybody? Uh, oh, I'm a Jamie Ben fucking fan. I promise. <laughs> you are a. That's my old line. Big man. Jamie Ben. Sagan, I'm a, I'm a big fan of those two. Right, uh, cool. every, every year, you know, once a year, I'll I'll go up and watch them play and get like like close in, in personal. But I've never met them, obviously. You know what I mean? I'm I'm just an old OHL guy. <laughs> Would never meet these kids. Yeah, but I know you know Jamie Ben. I played on his line, man. I played on his line. I had more points than him that year, too. <laughs> That's why you got drafted. <laughs> uh, here we go. Okay, so I don't know what hat I'm going to give away. I think I'll give away this hat. Okay, so listen. Here's the question. Don't answer this, Todd, because you might know the answer. So this is we're going to leave this to anybody that's watching live right now. So if you're yeah. listening to the audio, if you're listening to the audio, I'm sorry. But okay, so I'm just gonna pose this question. You you mentioned about Jamie Ben. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a question about uh, what junior team he played for. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, no. Okay. <laughs> I'll shut up. First one to answer. Where is Jamie Ben from? Where's his hometown? Kelowna. No. You gotta post it. You gotta post oh. it. <laughs> it's it's no, not the there. there. Definitely play it there. <laughs> Where is Jamie Ben from? You're gonna win um a face shield. Dude, get up get on there. Then they post on this. Where's Jamie Ben from? Don't say it out loud. Don't say it out loud. Go don't get out. on your computer and. He's from a. Don't, don't say it out loud. No. Go get on. Get on your shit. Watch I can mute you. I've muted you. Now they can say whatever they want. <laughs> I took you off mute now. Nobody knows where Jamie Ben is from. This is crazy. Hey, can you hear me? No, I, I've muted you now, so nobody can hear you. Oh, Ben Hopkins wins. Ben Hopkins says Victoria, Canada. Put it on there. Go post it. Ben got it. Don't worry. We'll take care of your kids still. Ben Hopkins yeah. is correct. My son my, my son just said Victoria fucking Columbia or British Columbia. Ben Hopkins, send me your address in my direct message congratulations okay so um ben hopkins you won a face mask um don't worry you kid you already know i'm wearing the ben jersey right now here come here look hey look at this oh that's awesome i might be hey maybe if uh i'm 
I haven't exactly reconnected with Jamie. He's he, he's kind of like maybe a little bit mad at me right now because when I was messed up, I was really messed up. So yeah, that happens. But you know, uh, me and him were pretty close at one time, and you know, I know he's got a lot on his plate. But I think you know, if you if we reach out to him, we could probably get that jersey signed at some point. Right. No promises. Well, my, my son's a big Jimmy Ben fan. Yeah, he's a great guy, man. He always makes time for kids and stuff. Like he's, you know, he was always so great. Um, okay, so we're also gonna give away a hat. Um, I'll uh, I'll let you uh, I'll let you pose a question, but I'm gonna make the rules that your kids can't win. Um, but we'll talk okay. about no we'll wait stuff for them after after the show. I'm I'm gonna say what was the first OHL team I played for. Okay, what was the first OHL team that Todd St. Louis played for other than his family members? Don't answer. You're going to win this hat right here. All you got, all you got to do is like hockey DB. <laughs> and you can't win twice. You can't win twice. So please yeah. don't close twice. Oh, Cullen, you can't win, bud. Don't worry. <laughs> What did he say? He's posting about the other one from. Oh, he, he he's a little a little short and a little late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Jamie Ben right there. Oh, he's got the right answer, but I can't post it. Is anybody watching that wants to? You know what? I should be looking at my Facebook because, uh, or my other one because it's uh, not all the comments come through, and and sometimes it's. I should be looking. I don't know hey, why. Hey, you're doing great in the bathroom. I promise. Okay, Nick Nick Young's got it. I got Nick Young. He's got it. That's the first one I saw. What's up, Nick? Oh, there, there, Nick Young. There you go. I said Bubble Bulls. Shout out. That one's big. Shout out to uh, to Nick Young out in Oracle Quillam. What's up, buddy? I haven't seen this kid in a long, long time. Uh, old family friend. Congratulations, Nick. Uh, I probably know your address. I could probably just Google it because I know where you live. Is he a player? Does he play hockey? He did. I believe he did. I remember watching him. I remember him being at the rinks. Yeah. I coached him at Puckmasters, actually. I believe nice. I coached him when he was uh, very young for a short period of time. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what Nick's doing now, but he did reach out to me the other day. So congratulations, Nick. Uh, direct message me, though, your address, because it will save me the extra 30 seconds. Because honestly, my time. <laughs> One more thing, and um, I'll, uh, I will, uh, I'll make sure I send it off again. Listen, um, hold on. This was actually the first one I saw. Cullen had it, but. Yeah, Cullen, my son, right there. <laughs> what do you say? Frick you, Nick. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I will uh, tell. Hey, Cullen, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll talk to your dad here. I'll give you guys a call here after we're done. And, you know what? Uh, you know what? I sure said the first OHO goal I ever scored a goalie on. That'd be tougher. Who was it? Um, fucking. Uh, Colche, whatever his fucking name is. My my second goal was like weeks, and the first goal was like uh, I I can't pronounce his name for some reason. 
There you go. <laughs> Dude, you don't understand. Like, I could talk to you about a lot of things. We only, like, touch service. I know, you know man. I mean? But you know what? The thing is, is, like, I have this new podcast coming out. And to yeah. be honest, here's the thing we have something else that we're working on too and and obviously you're going to be involved because the puck support like we're going to yeah. have these couple of meetings down. yeah with a bunch of guys but i have i have an idea um for like a secondary podcast that doesn't ne- necessarily involve me all the time so uh yeah. but also i'm going to keep this other one going but i'm so excited uh to launch the the new essentially it's a new podcast i haven't exactly figured out how if I can make it work under the same feed or people, I'm going to have to. But you know what? I, I think the, the, this podcast that you're doing that you're being sober now has, it's keeping you sober. It's keeping you fucking like dedicated to like what you're doing and, and yeah. making aware to a lot of people. And I appreciate yeah. that. And, and yeah. that's why I've watched you for months and months. And I, I, I think, I'm down with it, man. I, I'm down with you. You know what I mean? I know I'm fucking being a hippie right now, and I'm no, down, man. down, I'm no. down. But, no, man. you know what I mean? It, it's a good thing. I think you're doing a good thing, and you're staying sober, and you're staying clean, and yeah. it's a good thing. And, yeah, man. I've been there. I've been there. Trust me. I've been there. I struggled, and, you know... Seven years later, I'm fucking sober. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah no, it's... And, uh, and I, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you're going through. Because I've been there. And that's... a, It's not a bad thing, man. You know, we all been... You know, long, long, we all been through there. But there's a lot of us have been through that. And you know what? You just need a fucking hand to fucking grab. Here. Here's my hand. I pre- hey man, I appreciate that. Grab my hand. Grab and, my hand, brother. Grab my hand. <laughs> I appreciate that. Before we go, I, I'm looking here on Facebook. I have a couple other comments coming in that I didn't see. Uh, Rob Fritz says, awesome, guys. Go, Knights, yeah. go. I didn't see that, uh, but it says here on my phone, Rob Frid, awesome, guys. Go, Knights, go. Yeah, Rob. You know Rob. <laughs> right, I love Rob. Yeah, Rob's, one, Rob's one of my good friends. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, also a puck support warrior too, and uh, he, uh, he's a puck support warrior, and he's there for us, and he's he, you know he'll always be there for us. You know, if we if you have to call yeah. somebody, you call me. I'll give you my number. You know, and he's the same kind of guy. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of guys. You know, Trevor Gillies. And Mike Hartman and a lot of people there, you know, you know, there, yeah, there's man. a lot of people out there that's been through hell and back that's there for us. And it's, it, it's an amazing thing. You know what I mean? The hockey community is fucking bigger than we think it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It is. And, and I love the fact that more people, about it and that's the biggest thing um yeah before i let you go uh before i let you go i want to ask you a question yes Um, sir are you you aware of what's going on with this mitchell miller character yeah i've heard a lot about it 
I don't I don't know much about it, but yeah, he, he like was a bully back four years ago or what it was. Yeah. Um it's kind of sad that the the coyotes like renounced his like draft. It's it sad, wasn't, but I don't know it, what he's done since then. You know what it, I mean? Yeah. It wasn't even just the Coyotes. Now the North Dakota, his scholarship is yeah. They, they fucking kicked him out. You know. So like I don't know. Like, I don't need you, you to comment about it. I I've made a couple videos on it. I've been taking some heat for yeah. it, but I've had support on it. Uh, but the thing is, is like, listen, what he did was disgusting. I I, I think a couple yeah. people make my friend Janet Hollick made a great point saying that's a parent problem. The parents should have stepped in right then and there and yeah. made him own and apologize or yes. whatever. No, the whole story. And I will they're, they're saying he never apologized for nothing. Yeah, who's saying no. that? I, I don't know. I did. I had a. I had a. I don't I've, know. I've talked to one of his old coaches, and his old coach has said he is nothing but a great kid. But again, who knows? I want to get more facts on it. But the thing that I have a problem with, regardless, regardless yeah. of where what the facts or who's involved or whatever, I think it's a dangerous society that we're living in if we're judging fourteen. Yeah year olds on their mistakes if that's the case todd we should be letting 14 year olds drive cars and vote and hell no well i I didn't drive a car until i was 23 i promise you that well that's what i'm saying i wasn't responsible enough at fucking 23 to drive a car exactly i was exactly you know what and these kids are fucking like thinking they're like he did. Hey, let's, you know, and, and bullying guys and and, and I'm crazy. bullshit. I, I'm sorry. No verbal diarrhea. Blah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did he? Hey, did you ever see any bullying when you played junior hockey? Yeah, there was a bunch. There was a bunch. Lots, right? But, you know what I mean? Uh, that was different back in those days. Um, we we just accepted it and just fucking took care of it. You know what I mean? And uh why is shit, it different back then though? Why is it different back then? You think? I, I think you know that was part of the passage. You just fucking accepted it and fucking dealt with it. And and nowadays and kids are like more acceptable to fucking like bullying. They see it more on fucking TV, on Facebook, and Back when we played, you know, back, you know, fuck it, that's 20-something years ago when I played in the OHL. And yeah. we just accepted it and fucking dealt with it. You know what I mean? I had dicks in my face. I, I've i had – it me was too. bad. You know me what I mean? Too. Hey, me too, man. Locked in the little bathroom naked with six other guys on the bus, um, you know, smacked in the Been face. Been done that. Me and, Daniel Cleary, me and Daniel Cleary fucking, like, naked on a bus. His yeah, balls made, in my face. <laughs> spit, made to drink chew spit and warm beers and yeah, else. Doing, like, doing doing push-ups with their dicks in their fuck in my mouth. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, it's, that's how it was. You know what I mean? That and and you just fucking dealt with that, and you fucking I, that's what it was. Like, yeah. thank God you play in the OHL, you play in the WHL, you play in the Quebec Junior Hockey League. That was that was like what you wanted, you know what I mean? I'll take a fucking rookie in my fucking his dick in my mouth, whatever. That's it was fucking weird. It was weird. I know yeah, that's right. not right. I know it's not. Dick hit me in the face. <laughs> I didn't get it in my mouth. 
but I'm, no. I'm saying hit me in but the face. I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. It's the same shit. I yeah. saw the same shit, and it wasn't just me. It wasn't just you. It's like fuck every. It was just what happened. Yeah. It happened. It, it is what it is, and you know what? We we fucking ignored it, and we fucking next year we're fucking veterans, and we did the same thing to those kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, I actually, you know what That's I did when I was nineteen and twenty. I actually didn't. I I didn't haze them as much. I I mean, I I think there was times when I was definitely maybe out of out of you know I was, shouldn't have done certain things. But again, it's I like, I understand what you're saying, me. but. Yeah, it's you like, made them carry your bag to the fucking bus at least. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know that's how it was. Ripped, on, you know ripped about it too, right? Ripped on them about yeah. it too, like treated them shit. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, you're right, hundred percent. It's it was part of it, but I mean, it's I don't know. Listen, let's. I got to go to bed, but we're gonna do this again uh, on the new on the new podcast. Um, it's yeah. a lot. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's listen. It's gonna be the exact same thing hey, with a new name. You know what? Name. I could awesome. be your. Fir- I could be your last. I could be your first. <laughs> yeah. No, my first. Yeah, I already have my first lined up. I. Oh otherwise well, we- goddamn! Like screw, <laughs> screw, screw, Hey, but hey, we'll do it again really soon, man. I I'm promise. Easy, Brady really soon man i promise i can't wait and uh i appreciate it like you have no no idea man it's been a pleasure getting to talk to you and your kids and everything man it's been so much fun so thank you for sharing yeah. your life with me and everybody and i can't wait to talk to all you guys again soon man hey man i love talking to you you're a good kid and i just keep doing the good thing and fucking you know living the good life brother i promise you'll get there I promise you'll get there. All right, Todd Screwy, St. Louis, man. Thanks for doing this. We'll talk again real soon. Love you, bro. Love you too, man. See you guys. See you, kids. All right, guys, that's episode 63 of Hockey to Heroin, the road to recovery. Coming at you guys live from really Ontario. Huge thanks to Todd Screwy, St. Louis. What a beauty. Love that guy. Um, listen, thank you guys, uh, everybody uh, that's watched, listened, uh, been a part of Hockey to Heroin, The Road to Recovery. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. It's been a real honor uh, bringing this to you for 63 episodes. Uh, I might get teary-eyed, but the time has come uh, for me to put uh, the lid on Hockey to Heroin, The Road to Recovery. Um, kind of a weird number to end it on. It was kind of a last minute decision, but a great one. And like I said, nothing's changed. Um, but it's sort of the end of, uh, I don't know, just it's a new, I guess it's a new beginning. Um, I don't want to have to see heroin every day when I'm doing the podcast and stuff, but it is still going to be my brand because I think it has a shock value. Um, I think uh, definitely that's my book title. There's no question. Hockey to heroin. I don't even think the road to recovery is just in it. I think just straight hockey to heroin. Let's go with a graphic cover. Um, Cause my life, my life has been so fucking crazy 
Um, but seriously, it's been a real pleasure and a real honor um, and a shock uh, that so many people have jumped on board um, and supported me uh, right from day one. Shout out to all my guests, Kevin Peterson, Jesse Paradise, the first two. You guys rock, man. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Love you guys. Dylan Hood. James McEwen. Love all you guys, man. Mike Hangin. Love you, brother. Adam Braidwood. Shit. I got to go through the list here. Bear with me a second. This is going to go a little bit longer than I thought, but this is the last episode of Hockey to Heroin, The Road to Recovery. <laughs> what a trip. Less than a year ago, I was sitting in jail with an idea for a book called Hockey to Heroin. Here I am, less than a year later, 63 episodes into a podcast that has changed my life and by the sounds of it, the life of many others. I have a beautiful family and the support of so many other people and it's just been crazy. What a crazy idea, hockey to heroin. We thought it would ever have worked, but it's worked and it's done its purpose. I want to give a very special thanks to all my guests. Kevin Peterson, Jesse Paradise, Dylan Hood, James McEwen, Terry Ruskowski, Doug McLean, Mike Hangan, Adam Braidwood, Brent Sopel, Sheldon Kennedy, Gare Joyce, Brad McEwen, Chris Knuckles Nylon, Theron Fleury, Goldie Goldthorpe, Chris Beach, Craig Cunningham, Andy Sutton, Kimby Daniels, Barbara Williams, the Hockey Hall of Famer, Doug Killer Gilmore, my good friend, and going to be the very first guest on the new ep- podcast, Darren McCarty. <laughs> and of course, my good buddy, Matt Thompson. Uh, buddy, I couldn't have done it without you. Um, thank you, man. You were on episode 24 with Chris Lawrence and Matt Punterary. Thank you for that. And Matt, thanks, man. You're, you're, you're a gem. You're a, you're a true friend. And I love you. Uh, Lauren Fry, Spencer Meyer, Jake Newton, Mark and Cooper Hollick, Adam Scorgi, Paul Rosen, Riley Cote, Josh Gratton, my buddy, Ryan Phillips, our good friend, Dodie Wood. My former coach, Dave Hunchak, butt out on the coast, Carson Grant. And of course, the tragic story of Chad Miller. But thank you to Aaron for sharing it with us. Uh, Terry Ryan, guys, make sure you look for his new book and uh, listen to Tales with TR. Uh, John Nasty Morassi. Uh, and of course, um, episode 41, Ashley Langdon, uh, who took a chance reaching out to me uh, and happened to work out on a day when I needed a guest and, uh, what a friendship we built and proud of you, Ash. Um, thank you for all that you've done uh, for me uh, and for the Pucksport Foundation. Uh, shout out to your girl, Vicky, for helping Taylor and I uh, getting to VEDA and all of that. We love you. Um, Dan Spence. Uh, thanks, pal. Uh, 
Matt Marquardt, and of course, Robert Fred, who's been another great support. Thank you, brother. Uh, Clint Malarchuk, Colin Long. Thank you, man. Um, Dad. <laughs> Thanks. Seriously, thank you. Um, I'll see you on the new one. I love you. Thank you for all your support and never giving up on me. There's no looking back. Taking our family name back to where it deserves to be, where your dad and where you've, you know, you've done so many great things, man. Holy shit. And I just tarnished it. Spend the rest of my life trying to rebuild it. I don't know if I'll be able to do it, but love you. Oh, shit. Scott Thornton. Todd Holt. Ken Campbell. Bill Keenan. Brock McGillis. Al May. Matt Climey. PJ Stock. And my very final guest... Todd Screwy St. Louis. Guys, thank you. Thank you so much for everything, for listening. And I look forward to seeing you on episode number one. Do you guys want to know what it's called? You're going to have to wait a couple days. But I love it. Look forward. Episode one coming featuring Darren McCarty. Looking forward to it, guys. Thank you for all your support, everybody who supported myself and Taylor and the kids, um, family, my family, all of you guys on social media. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you, my God. Like, we could not have done it. I'm not kidding. We weren't prepared for, for having a kid in the first place. We struggled to get things together last minute scraping a little extra money together to get a bassinet and get all that. Ashley got us a car seat. I'm telling you, times have been tough for us financially. Then we got the blow that we're going to have to be down here for two weeks. Now we're going to be down here for another two weeks. We're going to be down here for over a month. Veda is going to be in the hospital. But I mean, I'm going to tell you, she's doing unbelievable. She's my little angel. Follow me on Instagram, at Hockey to Heroin to see pictures. Um, Got some big news to announce too coming. Uh, you can do it on Instagram. Uh, also, the Locker Room app, guys. If you're on iOS, if you're an iPhone user like me, uh, download the Locker Room app. Mental Health Check Mondays. Um, and I need people to help fill in there. If you want to be a guest, if you want to come talk, you want to join the conversation, check out the app. It's really cool. The Locker Room app. You can join me. It's just audio. I can bring you into the conversation. It's sort of like a phone. It's like me having my own phone show. You know, you call in, but you just press speaker requests, and I can bring you in or bring you out like a phone line, and we can have conversations. It's amazing. And more than one person can join the conversation, talk about real issues, uh, sport issues, all of it. And not only me, there's so many other great creators out there, guys. So check out Locker Room. And please, 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 please check out the Puck Support Foundation and support Dave Gilmar, who in two weeks turns 70 years old. And is going to be running 20K and biking 50K with his brother. Sorry, not his brother. His son, Brandon, um, who I've been talking to. Uh, they're going to be doing that up in Kingston. And I hope to be up there uh, when they finish. And if I'm not, uh, I'll be there shortly after because what he's doing is amazing. 
Let's rally around Dave Gilmore and the Puck Support Foundation, guys. Uh, there's a long, long road ahead of us, uh, but we need you to get involved. We want you uh, to get involved. Um, uh, it's... I'm just going to put that up there for you guys to read quickly. Um, I also respect all opinions, Sandra, and I don't expect everybody to join uh, join me with my opinions. I just want everybody to realize that, in my opinion, it's dangerous for 14-year-olds to be judged uh, on their actions later in life. Um, I don't know. I definitely think this kid needs to step up and do something. Um, and he should have already, but he hasn't. But to me, it's dangerous. Thank you, Sandra, for all your support. Sandra, you are a puck support warrior, of course. Guys, if you're struggling, you're in the hockey community, Sandra's available to you. She is such a kind, kind lady. Somebody that I actually need to utilize more myself. And uh, I will. Um, I know it. I, Sandra, I need to call you. I, I keep saying this in, in talk. Um, but if you're struggling, guys, Sandra's there. Email her. Sandra at pocksupport.com. Um, everything she's doing is volunteer, guys. It's amazing what she's doing for us, for the hockey community, for you. We are so grateful for you, Sandra. We're so grateful for everybody who's supported us in any way with the Box Sport Foundation. And guys, thank you. People have sent us money and gifts and gift cards. And I think there's been over 10 people who have sent us stuff. And it's just it's been amazing. And thank you. We're going to thank everybody um, in a very, very special way when this is all over. Um, and, and to me, that's the way that it needs to be done because what you guys have done for us, I'm telling you, we would not have been able to do it without you. It's so embarrassing for me. You don't even know. I've done a lot of embarrassing things, but here I am nine months clean and I, I'm broke. Like I am, I am so broke and it, I, I, I'm, I get stressed about money and my old thinking takes over sometimes. It's like, well, I could just go do that. I'm like, no, you can't can't right and i won't um but i need i know i need to get up to morrisburg i'm gonna be up there soon i'm gonna be working at the one-stop skate shop guys one stop skate shop follow us on instagram and facebook at one stop skate shop guys if you're in south dundas come see us we're gonna be opening in the coming weeks uh we're gonna be doing some sales online too and stuff we're gonna have guys coming pros to come sign autographs and stuff so if you're in the area we're going to do uh, some marketing around it. We'll let you know when that's happening. Uh, but we're going to have lots of fun down there, the one-stop skate shop. Uh, and, of course, great deals on hockey gear. And we're going to have other sports equipment. So, guys, please support my and uh, Matt Thompson's adventure. And, of course, you know this is in memory of Matthew Lazinski. Uh, Matt and I, everything we do is in memory of Matthew Lazinski. And him and I just had something very, very special made by a friend of ours. And when I get back there, we're going to show it to you guys. It's just incredible. Um, and Matt has so much stuff. He's gotten so much stuff. He's ready. He's a little bit stressed because he needs me to set the, I'm the computer geek out of us, right? You see me with the editing. I'm not the greatest, but I'm a computer geek at heart. I'm learning every day. I love it. I love to be on the computer. I love this kind of stuff. And Matt's like, man, all this electronic stuff came and I don't know how to set it up. And don't worry, Matt, I'm coming back, man. And, uh, we're going to do this. Um, we're going to do this. Um, I know I'm always leaving things out. I'm always leaving things out. Um, 
But thank you for joining me on this journey with the word heroin attached to it. You guys tuned in uh, twice a week, a lot of you. Um, you shared it. And my guest, man, these guys came on uh, with no fear, no hesitation, um, maybe a little, uh, but they did it. Uh, and I think people are going to be more inclined to, to hop in on my new podcast uh, with a new name. So guys, look forward to uh, seeing you on episode one. Happy Halloween. I hope you guys all had a safe weekend. Thank you for supporting Taylor and I. Thank you to Taylor for helping me set up. She's getting some rest tonight. Um, Veda's doing so well. All the kids are doing well. And uh, I'm happy to report that somebody very special to me uh, has helped me uh, get something for, for my kids back home. So I'm going to share that with you guys in the coming uh, coming days or week. Um, and it's, like I said, it's just been an incredible journey. So guys, that's it for me. Thank you so, so much. I love all of you. I love doing the podcast, so don't worry. Episode one of the new podcast coming soon. And hopefully we're just going to be transfer the name. So I'm actually going to do it probably right now. So it might even pop up the new name. Um, but uh, look for it, guys. Of course, you know, I'll post it. Follow the Puck Support Foundation at Puck Support and at Puck Support Warriors. Do you have what it takes to be a Puck Support Warrior? Not everyone can be one. Or can they? Anybody can be a puck support warrior, but you got to have what it takes. It's all about the right character on and off the ice, guys. Dave Gilmore is our ultimate example right now. Support us at Puck Support, at Puck Support Warriors, guys, at Hockey to Heroin, and at One Stop Skate Shop. That's how you guys can support me. Thank you, guys. Support Team Issue Limited. Congratulations to Ben Hopkins. And my buddy, Mr. Young, out in Port Coquitlam. Uh, it was really good to connect with you, uh, buddy. Uh, it's been a long time. And when that message came up the other day, um, Nick, it was, it, was, it was pretty amazing. Um, if you guys sit tight for a second uh, on the video here, I'm going to go grab the letter that Lily wrote to me. And uh, for the audio, I'm going to be able to cut it. Uh, but sit tight for a second. I'm going to go find the letter. Um, okay. So, um, Lily um, is a girl that is the daughter of my ex-girlfriend and someone that Taylor has accepted into her life, which has been so amazing. And uh, Lily is uh, obviously very near and dear to my heart. I met her when she was very young. Um, and I look at her as a daughter and this is a letter she brought to me. So I obviously haven't seen her very much, but I saw her a little bit since I've been back in Aurelia. She's been coming to hang out with us. And actually, while I was in Morrisburg with Matt, um, Taylor had brought her up to Muskoka while I was in Ottawa and hung out with her. Like Lily and her friend came up and got to go in the four wheeler and stuff when I wasn't even there. So Taylor stepped up and been a huge support for Lily because She's been having a really, really hard time. So this is a letter that she gave me the other day and um, it's pretty special. Here we go. Dear Brady, I've spent many hours rocking my brain of what to say to you. If I should simply say nothing, if I should apologize, or if I should say thank you. But I soon realized there are no amount of words I could use to thank you enough for shaping me into the young lady I've become. 
I know for a long time it seemed like I hated you, but I didn't. It just hurt to know that my real parents weren't really around to watch me grow up. It hurt that my own mom didn't really care what I did. But eventually I noticed that you being there for me was a blessing itself. You pushed me to be the absolute best version of myself. And I can't, th- I can't say thank you enough for that. I want you to know how proud I am of you and how happy I am that you've gotten your life back together. And I'm so glad I still get to call you my stepdad. But you're not only my stepdad, you're someone I will cherish till the day I die. I know people say blood is thicker than water, but that's not always true. I didn't choose my family, but I choose you. I choose to have a relationship with you after things ended with my mom. There are many reasons for this, but the main one is rather close to my heart. If anyone has earned the right to be called dad, it's you. You were there through everything, even when I was being a spoiled little brat, which I was most of the time, and I want to apologize for that. But life was tough, and I needed someone to take it out on, but I'm sorry for that. I want you to know, Brady, that no matter what, that no matter where I go or what happens, I will always love you. And you will always have a place in my heart, always and forever. Lily Bear. So all those years when I wasn't seeing my kids, I was with Lillian Dalton, her brother. And though I was, you know, I was using, but I was still doing my best. And I was there for this young girl. One day she's going to come on my podcast and she's going to share her story because she's been through a lot. But what a beautiful, beautiful young soul. Thank you, Lily. I love you. Taylor loves you. The kids love you. You will always be a part of our family. When we get our own place, if you ever need a place, Lil, we will always be here for you. You can always call me dad. I love you. Happy Halloween, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to seeing you on episode one of the new podcast that I'm going to name. Very, very, very very soon once again guys thank you so much happy halloween remember guys change your attitude change your perspective and have a great day if you so choose (laughs) 